podcast and thank you for joining me again this week. I really, really appreciate it. And um, all this past week, I've been thinking about this week's podcast and what God wants me to share. And God is so good and he's so faithful. And like I've said before, he is a personal God who wants the best for you and for me. And like any parent, Um, We know our children. If you have kids or even nieces or nephews, you know that they are individuals. Uh, What works for one may not work for the other. For example, one child may have a love language of physical touch, so you need to be intentional about holding that child's hand, rubbing their back or their head, or giving them a hug or something. The other child's love language may be quality time, so You make time for that child and you sit with them and you give them your undivided attention. But the point is they are individuals. You interact with them in a way that they receive your love and you also know how to effectively correct your child. The same is with God, our Heavenly Father. We are individuals and God knows the best way to get a thought across to us or to give us information um, so that we'll receive everything that he has for us. And um, that point really hit home for me this week um, when I was shopping. Uh, My husband, he often shares that when we go out shopping Once we load the packages into the car, the Holy Spirit will not allow him to leave the shopping cart next to the vehicle or in or in any random place. But he has to take it back to the front of the store. Well, for years, that never bothered me. Leaving the cart in a random place, as long as it wasn't blocking someone's car or their vehicle or anything like that, it never bothered me. I was I always said, hey. That's job security. You know, somebody needs to have a job, you know, so I would push it out the way and, you know, let somebody come out and let the whoever come out and get it. But now, granted, if the weather was bad or if it was raining or if it was extremely hot, like it can be in the desert, then I would take the cart back to the front of the building. But if it's a nice day, then, hey, they probably need a break. (laughs) But last week, like since Saturday, I think, I went to the store and after I put the packages in the car, um, I had a thought, well, I should probably take the cart back to the front. And I was like, nah, that's job security. And so I dismissed the thought. Then I went to the store, the grocery store just a couple of days ago, and I had the same thought. I was like, nah, it's a nice day. Somebody needs a break. (laughs) So they can come out and get the card. That's job security. So when I got home that evening, um, I started listening to a message um, while I was preparing dinner. And it was from the River Church in Florida. And the minister was teaching on the Ministry of Helps. And he actually, during his message, he actually referenced taking your shopping cart back to the front of the store. And man, I like stopped and just looked at the computer and I was like, nah, that's crazy. And so it was like the Holy Ghost was tapping me on my shoulder and saying, hello, I've been talking to you about this for a few days now. And so, you know, I kind of chuckled. And so as the pastor continued his uh, message, 
He was saying that putting the cart back in front of the store is really about obedience. It's not about the cart. And guess what? He even said, you may even try to justify it by saying, oh, that's job security for somebody. (laughs) So yeah, that really, that really got my attention. And so I was just like, that was just crazy to me. But again, it, what it showed me showed me is that God is a personal God. And as we look at the basic fundamental things that could be blocking our blessings, it's not up to me to point out you're doing this or you're not doing that, but to just share the basic principles that will help you get to the life that God intends you to have an abundant life. Amen. Amen. So this week, I'm going to ask you to set the practice of prayer as a priority in your life. Ask the Holy Spirit, show me what I don't know. I also ask that you let go of any thoughts or ideas that you may have about what blessed looks like or how God will bless you. God says in Isaiah 55, chapter 55, verses 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts your thoughts. The message translation reads, I don't think the way you think, the way you work isn't the way I work. For as the sky soars high above the earth, So the way I work surpasses the way you work, and the way I think is beyond the way you think. And I've been guilty of picturing scenarios in my mind of different ways that um, my blessing will come. I thought, ah, someone will give me a free lottery ticket and it'll be the winning number and I'll be a billionaire overnight. Or um, someone will put my name in a, a, a raffle or something and I'll win my dream home. I'll have my dream home built for me. That's just crazy. That's the wrong answer. It's not up to me to figure out how God is going to bless me or what it will look like because his ways and thoughts are higher than mine and he has unlimited resources on how to get blessings to me and you. Amen, amen. So I want to encourage you to let go of any ideas or thoughts that you may have on how you think God is going to bless you because God's blessings will leave us speechless in Jesus name. Amen. So Ephesians chapter three, verse 20 says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. The message translation reads, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by he does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us. His spirit deeply and gently within us. So this week, I invite you to repeat a prayer at least once a day. More if you can, but it's important that you say it out loud. I believe that there is power when your mind hears you speak God's word. Often we've said negative things about ourselves. Maybe, maybe not. I know I have. Or you've had negative things said to you. 
And now we need to change um, that recording with what God says. Amen. Um, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, in the Passion Translation, it reads, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Amen. I thought that was beautiful. So this prayer that I'm going to ask you to um, pray at all at least once a day for the entire week. It is found in the book of Ephesians chapter one and it's verses 17 through 23. And so I'm going to personalize it so that it's more of a prayer from you to God. Okay. So here is the prayer. Say, I pray that the God of my Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of my understanding is enlightened, that I may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards me who believe, according to the working of your mighty power, which you wrought in Christ, when you raised him from the dead and set him at your own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under Jesus' feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. So I'm going to make sure that I put that prayer in the description box below so that you can read it throughout the week. But it's important for you to say amen at the end of that prayer. Because when you say amen, you're saying so be it. So it's important that when you read a scripture that you want to see happening in your life or you hear uh, the pastor say something or you hear a testimony and it's something that you want to see going on in your life, say amen. You can say hallelujah, but be sure to say amen because in the spirit you're saying, be it unto me, Lord. And so I believe that we are all going to another level in Christ. We will see the blessings of God manifested in our lives. Hallelujah. And, um, and I pray that this blessed you. Um, and I can hardly wait to see what God has for us until next week. Okay. Um, and just really quickly before I forget, I don't want to forget this. This is really important. If you're listening to this message and you aren't for sure that that God is your heavenly father and you um, do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to invite you to say this prayer with me. Say it out loud. Mean it with all of your heart and um, just say this with me out loud and with your lips. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe that you are risen from the dead and that you're coming back again for me. I'm saved. 
I'm born again. I'm forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. And I tell you today, if you said that prayer, you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that all of your sins are forgiven. And and if you were to breathe your last breath, that you would find yourself in heaven because you have Jesus in your heart. And so now you can join us and say this prayer and know that with all confidence that you're praying God's word and that God hears you. And if he hears you, he will answer you. Amen. So again, I pray that this blessed you. And until next week, I'll talk to you later. Bye.